But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily, coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. It is Wrestling Rob behind the glass. And we are coming to you live from the Cabinet Creations Sports Desk. How you doing, bro? How we feeling? I'm How was your good. weekend? Weekend was good. All right, yeah. listen, I'm not, I'm not going to be one to spoil or give away or anything, but today is a very, very good day uh in my life so i'm excited i'll get more into that when i'm giving the green, when i'm giving the green light um anyway so hope everybody's doing well i hope everybody had a good weekend i know the yankees had a good weekend after friday's debacle we'll get into that in a second uh but if you want to support the show do so by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash chop sports that's the way to do it it is three it is five it is ten dollar variations to go support chop sports and everything we got going on over here a very very busy week uh, very, very busy next month and a half, get, gearing up for some pretty cool shit. Now you forgot that. That's right. Uh, for, uh, pretty, gearing up for some pretty cool shit um, with Chop Sports as a company, not just this YouTube show. But we do appreciate everybody watching. So like the video. Tell your friends. Uh, we have heard some uh, some flack based off of some of our takes as of late, which is good. That means people are watching and people like to argue, and that's fine. That's what we do here. We chop it up every day. Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock Eastern. Hit the little bell thingy so it notifies you uh, when we go live. So yeah, I'm fully prepared to take all heat. I think the Jaguars fans will be pleasantly surprised with my takes today. I think but so, too. understanding that when we're talking shit about your team, you know, your t- if your team sucks, you're just going to have to fucking suck it up and deal with it because <laughs> yeah. we got to tell you that your team sucks. Yeah, but- I mean, we, we become public enemy number one immediately, as you said before. Um, it's like the one, this, the first minute you're like, oh, it looks like a loss here. They're like, what? It's like- kind of crazy how Bengals fans all of a sudden feel like they're the fucking king. They're the kingpin of the AFC oh, or the oh, league in you general. Know, you know who that sounds like as of recent? Look, I love my dad and I love my oh, bonus mom, Barry. Mets. The Mets fans are getting intolerable um to the point where i already know we are all well aware as sports fans we know what Degrom is we know what max scherzer is we know what that team could be when you have both of those guys it's did gonna any, be great did anybody see the scherzer exchange yesterday no so no. there was an interesting thing that happened in the cubs game their manager was getting interviewed mid-game which i hate by the way i hate it too. hate that by the way in between innings is one thing but mid-game interview with the manager and ian happ got got ejected for being called out on a terrible strike three call. He gets ejected. So mid-interview, the, the manager drops his headset and goes out there to, to rectify the situation with his player. Wait, the manager was being Cubs? interviewed during the, Cubs, the game? The, the yeah, Cubs manager. They now, do that yeah. shit all the time. Wait, no, no, no. They usually do it in between innings. No, no, no. They do that all the time now. Like, you probably only watch Yankee games on, yes. But if you watch, like, a, the game of the week or, or, mm-hmm. or even a Cubs game. This was on a, a Channel 11. You can get off the stream, by the way. You're good. Hockey yeah, does that stuff true. too now. Like during the game, they will interview the coach. Like I don't understand that. Well, yeah. Right. So they're interviewing the coach. I hate, I hate they're it. They're interview. They're yeah. interviewing the manager. We're calling him the coach. Like it's fucking like I'm nine. Like, but anyway, they're interviewing whatever. the manager of the Cubs. His name is escaping <laughs> me right now. But that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is that while this whole debacle is taking place on TV, and Ian Happ is getting ejected, and now the the manager is getting his two cents in. 
Max Scherzer storming around the mound, yelling at Ian Happ, telling him to sit the fuck down. And that was a fucking strike. <laughs> that was a fucking strike. You read his lips twice. Bro, the video, Psychopath. the video you sent me, you're like, you're my motherfucker. Here we go. Motherfucker. Fucking bitch, motherfucking bitch, motherfucker. <laughs> This by is the not way, my words, guys. Do not flag me, YouTube. This is Mad Max. Scherzer. By the way, uh, Dave, there's the uh, the, co- uh, the Ross, manager, yes, David yes, Ross, former player. Right? Um, oh, actually, Danny's coming in. I, don't worry, Danny. But he did, did give Gooch his pencil. I have a present for you from Danny. Uh, oh, we yes, went through yes. some old shit because we were talking about the the guy down the street about all the collectibles he has. I joined. I jumped in on a live that he had the other day. And just so you know, there's a what, I'm sorry, Santiago Santiago Sports. Sports. So it's down the street in Matawan. He's got collect. He's got wrestling stuff. So I got to get over there. He's got a million things. He opened up his own storefront with all collectibles. So I jumped on a live. I saw a friend there. You know, circa. Yeah. He yeah, was yeah. in there, and then I text him on the side. I'm like, Yo. I was like, You know this guy? And he's like, Yeah. Actually, I'm there all the time. And I was like, Really? And I was you know like, Who else knows him? My buddy Joe. I was talking to Joe yesterday. I'm on a walk with Joe, smoking weed. Not to not to hijack your story. It's all good. And I'm like, you know what I want to start doing? And he's like, bro, before you say it, he's like, I want to start opening cards and like doing Dude, card breaks. Yeah. Right? So, so yeah. So that's Great what we did yesterday. Uh, what happened was after I saw the live video, I was like, yo, I have to have some gems of cards in my arsenal, right? So I take out this big box at my house. I found some good shit, like a, a Jeter rookie, a couple other, you know, pretty good items. And I sent them to uh, Circa and I said, are these worth it? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, that was probably 20 bucks, 30 bucks, 20 bucks. I was like, you know what? You add all this shit up. I'm going to wind up with a couple hundred bucks for things that I would never touch again. However, yeah. all of a sudden I was telling Danny about this yesterday at dinner. We were celebrating my dad's birthday. Uh, it's actually tomorrow. So I'll get more into that tomorrow. But we were over the house yesterday and, I'm, and my dad's like, you guys got boxes of cards up in the attic. And me and Danny's like, eyes light up. I'm like, Dude, what's up there? You know, so we went up, we got it, took them down. But that's what it was. It felt like unboxing because this is the stuff that we haven't seen in years. But he found this pretzel case, obviously no pretzels in it. It's an empty pretzel case with a bunch of cards, but like 17 like random team pencils. pencils. I know the exact <laughs> set you're talking about. So I know the exact he set goes, you're talking he about. He goes, yo, here, give this the gooch and make sure you tell him that it's from me. <laughs> Like you got it, bro. The olive branch. We'll call it the olive yeah. branch. The Packer pencil olive branch. Thank there you, Danny. Is. I appreciate it. Oh my God. So Shout yeah, out so to you, my friend. I'm uh I'm yeah, I'm um I'm very excited about uh the the possible potential things we could do with this guy, you know, because I just feel like collectibles, sports, like the nostalgia that I was going through yesterday, I was fine, bro. I found all ready for this, Rob. All my WWE magazines, all of them. That's pretty good. I had them people since would, like people would probably buy those to this well, day. Bro, what? if you look at the I magazines that I have here, that's one that's scratching the surface. I have a lot. Yeah, it's crazy. Remember Billy? I'm big on that stuff. And I found some starting line. They're all in my trunk right now. So I got to bring some into the office that I'm not selling. Like I got a Roger Stallback starting lineup going on my desk. You know what I mean? Like I had that for years. Uh, but anyway, that's I'm getting off on a tangent here. Yankees throttled Boston this weekend. I'm not sure if that was in your rundown. I didn't want to steal your thunder there. But shout out to Rob for uh, giving me the sarcastic, uh, cocky-ass tweet yesterday while I was up at my pool. He goes, it feels good to see a Jeter hit a home run in a Yankees-Boston game. I was like, how about now? And it was like two hours later, and the Yankees were up 13-2. Like and I was like, two. what else? This is just this is amazing. But anyway, Yankees uh, kicked the shit out of Boston, two, two out of three. I have not gotten mad at this Yankee team at all this season because of the fact that they're just so damn good. Friday night, there was a phone toss. A phone toss in my home, and it was me. And I was like, this – my internet wasn't working at home. <laughs> shout out – oh, by the way, shout out to Ray from Optimum and Rad Technologies and everything. 
I, he I, ride technologies. I think it's what it is. It's passing my mind. He was sitting here like Jim Carrey yesterday, sliding in the attic, just making sure he's wiring things. Bro, did you notice there's no wire outside? I walked right in here. I, I mean, look, look. it's up there. So all Dave so has to do now is blow him on Tuesday and take him to <laughs> so dinner on Wednesday and then watch him, a movie on Thursday. Me and, and Ray are going good. to uh, Medieval Times <laughs> tomorrow uh, so to do fun. battle. Um, but anyway, so. a great movie. Are you going to so so blow him before or after? <laughs> it depends on the result of the battle. You know, if he wins, <laughs> yeah. I'll feel bad. Um, but anyway, so Yankees kicked the shit out of him. What was I talking about? Uh, oh, so phone. angry phone. So it was only because there was so many opportunities to win that game on Friday night. They had the bases loaded like three different times with no outs. And I was like, oh, we're going to win. Here it is. And then just constant bullshit like Trevino, like a couple of the guys just couldn't get it done. And I was like, this is unbelievable um, that they could. And I got a little angry. I was like, yeah, the Yankees were you know, two, just little two for 15 with runners in scoring position. They left the bases loaded twice. The opportunities were there. They could have so, won the game look, they, multiple times. A base hit away from a sweep. Them. Yep. As you guys as Yankees fans, do you feel right now this is the best opportunity for Yankees just to relax right now? They got they went to that series with the Reds, which should have been right. easy, so, but it wasn't. I said then that on, on the I said it on the Chop Sports Facebook group. I said the anger that I experienced on Friday definitely served me right because boy Saturday and Reds, Sunday they kicked the shit looking out of the Red back Sox. looking back at the Red series right you could compare it a lot to who now Baltimore's playing really well so they weren't yeah. a pushover but yeah. at the time Baltimore was considered to be a scrub team we yeah. lost that series to them early in the season dropped to six and six mind you we've remember like that? only lost like 11 games since me remember that time we were so, 500 <laughs> I mean 11 is a stretch but um the fact is the Yankees right now there's there's not much to really worry about the 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 Cincinnati series was a trap series because if you look at the way the NFL schedules are laid out they were looking ahead bro they got the all-star break they have Boston yeah, coming to town little, little this trappy, is a little bit of a game we have the triple a team bullshit Luis Castillo is a really good pitcher they have some good players on that it's team. gonna look fantastic in Yankee um, but no I'm not worried I wasn't worried and I it is time to relax yes Yes, we got a lot going on baseball related. Thirteen today. game lead at the break. Thirteen game lead at the break. They're like up, like they're they're just like fifty games over five hundred. Did anybody point. catch my stoner moment like a minute ago? No. When I was talking about something, I went off, and then I was like, "Damn, what the fuck was I talking about?" I had to reel it in <laughs> in my head, and I think I did a good job. Would you like to see? I heard on the radio no. this morning that the Yankees, you know, have they have pretty big prospects. The one guy just hit a home run this weekend, oh, the and, so, and then you have ball. Anthony Volpe, whatever that Volpe, Volpe, yeah. Would you like to see one of them traded for a Luis Castillo from the Reds? I would like to see not Dominguez, but I wouldn't mind if Volpe went. Yeah, and I don't right. know. Don't they have look, a catcher too? Look, that's like look, really I say that, highly talented. I say that knowing full well what these other young guys are bringing to the table. But I remember there's been times where they refused to trade uh, Andujar. They refused to trade Esteban Florial, and now that guy's just going to be a career. I remember when they refused leader. to trade any of the the killer bees too? That that was a thing. Tances, Benuelos, exactly. Yeah. But right now you have your foot on the on the neck of the whole league. You want the World Series this year? Mm -hmm. Would you Would you think the Yankees are going to be Fire sale, like let's go, let's trade him, get him over here, so we get this championship. I in think, here. I think it's, it's been a, since two thousand nine for the for the Yankees this year. I think it's a complete buyer's market for them. It is uh, at the trade deadline. They got to add another arm, considering they don't know what's going to happen now. I don't with, know with that they're. Severino. I don't they know, don't know that they're, they're completely. They're going to be in on almost every deal with a potential guy that could help them win a World Series. But I don't know how serious they're going to be about any of them. Castillo is going to take a lot. It's going to be a big haul. Hmm. It's going to take one of those two guys plus a lot more than cash, and then. The idea that you're going to just bring him in for a year, that's not realistic. We have right. to sign him long term. So there's a lot of layers to the Castillo thing. 
uh, I would take a steal over a Juan Soto right now. All for, right. Oh, Speaking oh, of Juan Soto, why don't we get right into the Gooch yeah, rundown? Let's go into the rundown. So lots going on skipping here. over baseball for for a tad because there is some other stuff that went on in the world of sports so the pga tour crowned a british open champion cameron smith wins the 2022 british open see the mullet with it yeah he tied the <laughs> tied the record for the lowest round or lowest score in the british open with an under 20 and he shot a 64 yesterday wow. but all the rage was really obviously the the live golf players and phil mickelson had a little bit of a spat with the reporters <laughs> on the heels of Tiger Woods' comments, um, to me, the the PGA does have an issue on their hands. But as long as these guys are allowed to play, I feel like it's a good issue because everyone's talking about golf. Yep. Here we are. And I don't know if anybody I was going to say, are you doing this for like it, it's, uh, as a favor to Danny right now? Because you know well, he's tuning in. Well, I don't know. I really <laughs> did this because I wanted to give the shout out to this city boy, Tiger Woods. Did anybody see Tiger uh, leaving the 18th after uh, the did, second day? Did he miss the cut? He did miss the cut. Got he got a nice crushed. ovation. He, he got a nice, got a nice ovation. ovation. And then Tiger being the city Tiger. boy that he is, it looks like he slapped a high five to a blonde that was sitting in the gallery. But, My boy. But Hoodville, or Sportsville, the the affiliated page to Hoodville, which if you're not following Hoodville or Sportsville, I'm not. you're doing it all yeah, wrong I'm, on, I'm not. on social I gotta media. Get, I got to get involved in this. Um, so Sportsville trapped it, and they zoomed in on it, and they broke it down. And look, Tiger got a number. Tiger on the 18th, walking off. And this he fills that 18th Ti hole Woods, for sure. Tiger Woods. And speaking of the 18th hole, Tiger was looking to fill the 19th and hole. And the 20th. <laughs> if you look at another meme that I saw revolving around the PGA Tour, and more specifically the, um, the British Open, the last time a guy with a mullet won the British Open was John Daly, I believe. And this was over 20 years ago. And there was a streaker that ran onto the, the course. All the picture. And he had his ass cheeks out. And it said 19th hole a, with an arrow pointing back. down. <laughs> so it's I, been I that's it's so good. Funny, so that's shout amazing. out to the mullets bringing out the um, Tiger City Boy and, and the streaker 25, 30 like years it. ago. I like it a lot. All right. Moving on to combat sports. Ryan Garcia won, he, I guess he won by six-round TKO, knocking down Javier Fortina three times, yeah. and eventually the fight got stopped. It was one of those no-mas moments. Mm -hmm. Garcia, I feel like he was just way too good for this guy, and Garcia did call out Tank Davis. That's a fight everybody wants to see. I need to see it to believe it. I don't buy into the Ryan Garcia. Shout out to the smokers jackets that ABC gave their commentators, by the way. Did you ever see the, the mustard yellow smokers jackets? Back or, in like the 70s yeah, ones? Yeah, they they gave, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. great. So UFC 280 has been announced that Islam Makachev, the Khabib guy, will be taking on former title holder, former champion, but now I guess it, the belt was vacated due to the weight issue, and that is Charles Oliveira in one of the most exciting fights stylistically mm -hmm. in a long time. I have a feeling this one's going to be a dud, though. Stylistically, it's a grappler against a grappler. Do you know the odds? wrestling. I don't know the odds. I got, I got Makachev's odds. I didn't grab. I think what, it was... Makachev is favorite minus two twenty five right now. That's insanity. To it's me. a lot. Frankie Edgar is also asking. And yes, for bro, it. look right there. here. Frankie Edgar is looking for a retirement Let's fight. Let's go, so Frankie. The wheels have finally fell off the Frankie Edgar wagon bandwagon. For yeah, Dominic Cruz. So Dominic Cruz against Frankie Edgar. I feel like that fight has been a long time coming. Both guys have respect for each other. It will be nice to see Frankie go out on top. I think Dom is a big enough name and. A shitty enough fighter for Frankie to do that. Can they make that? Can they? Is there any way they could swing that for MSG, or that's too soon? Because you know Frankie's old. When is Jersey MSG? Guy. November. I think Frankie would probably take the MSG card. He's probably been training as if I mean, he's going to be on the MSG card. But as far as Dom goes, I don't retirement, know. Is it November though? I'm trying to think of how many months. You only need like three um, months for a camp. It's really. UFC 280. It's two. Yeah, it's probably November. Yeah. Oh, October. October. 
So yeah, it's realistic for either August, guy. September. Yeah, I mean two and a half six months weeks, probably. Six weeks. That's all you really need. Hometown Semi location, location, location. Garden, you know. So all right. Not? So back into real sports again. Not that MMA isn't, but um, Major League Baseball. The draft took place over the weekend, and there's some interesting notes here. Yes. Um, I don't know if anybody feels old yet, but you're about to because <laughs> first pick overall was Jackson Holiday, and second pick overall was Drew Jones. So. Uh-huh. The names might sound familiar, at least the last names do. Um, Jackson Holiday is the son of former Major League player, Cardinal slash Yankee slash Rocky, Matt Holiday, And Drew Jones, I'm sure you could get the correlation, is the son of former Braves slash Yankees center fielder, Andrew Jones. Ugh, going one and two overall. So I think that's such a How great, crazy is that, that is great story. Cool thing. Both guys look to be studs in the future. And one more thing that I'll bring up. Number three overall is Kamar Rocker. Does anybody recognize the name? John Rocker's son? No, no, no. No, Damn but I've, know, I've known about this kid for like a <laughs> that couple would have been of years fantastic. Well, Kamar Rocker was drafted last year eighth or ninth overall by the Mets. They could not come up with a deal. Yep. And this is standard in, in You can go back draft. into the oh, draft. Yeah. So if you don't sign baseball. a deal by the yeah. deadline date, you re-enter the draft the, final, the, the following year. Interesting. And um, he was picked this year third overall by the Texas Rangers. Interesting because which it was a shock to some people, right? They didn't think he would go that early. I didn't think that he would go that early either, but hey, he did. No, but and wait, wait, wait. When you go back into the draft, do you play another year of college ball? Yeah, you're still eligible for school. Uh, you don't. I don't or do know. You just sit around. No, that's a good question. You may be able to enter, re-enter now that the things are different, but I know prior to, you know, in the in the days prior to the NIL or all the transfer portal stuff, <clears throat> I think it was a little more strict. Got it. But um, yeah, the interesting thing here is Kamar Rocker and and Jack Leiter are now reunited as teammates because yep. they were teammates at at Vanderbilt. Where Bro, I, Vanderbilt I is a the, mill. Yeah, especially That's for pitching, mill. they crank out talent. Like, Isn't that where Garrett Cole went? Yeah. yeah. You know what's cool about Grand- Vanderbilt too? He's like, the first overall pick. Their coach doesn't let you pick your your number. So if you come in like oh, I wear number seven my whole life, he'd be like, all right, well now you're number sixty two because I said so. And it's just a whole huh. it's it's a whole taking your head out of uh well I wear my socks this way I wear my I wear this my special jersey interesting it's a whole way I, of changing the way I play the Vanderbilt games, like I said man, it works they got for some, them dude. they got They're a phenomenal freaking machine over there cranking out talent um that's what great. else do I got so yes uh Chris Sale fought all the way back from oh John. Tommy John surgery. John you hate to see this John and then uh, he it was... fu- and then he fought all the way back from the broken ribs that he suffered earlier this season and I actually feel for the guy I think Chris Sale. Obviously, he's a consummate professional. He's a piece of shit Red Sox. But <laughs> you do feel for a guy that battles through three years of injuries. I think he's made 13 or so starts in over the last broken finger. three seasons. But that was a terrible <laughs> broken finger. I know. It was disfigured immediately. You, you had to hear Susan and, and John I on the call. I'm glad I didn't. No. Dude, you would you would All right. A, it was either a funeral or B, like he was a Yankee. You're like, oh, you hate to see this, John. John, well, this is do. so you bad, do. John. That, that sucks. But they, they went on for like four minutes. And I was like, all right, he broke his finger. Get him the fuck out. That's it. Light him up. Let's go. And um, okay. enough about the Red Sox, Yes, though. please. Uh, moving on to the Juan Soto situation. I ah. guess this will bleed into the first topic. So, Rob, if you – did I even make a Soto? You did record? not. So, just keep going with your rundown. All right. So, That's Juan okay. Soto rejected a four a 15-year – or 14-year, $440 million deal from the Washington Nationals. And I know what everybody's thinking. What is Juan Soto thinking? Um, it's really a low-ball deal. Again, the Nationals are just trying to save face with their fan base. They know Soto's on his way out. There's really no way that $440 million over 14 years is going to keep one of the most exciting young players in baseball in Washington. I wouldn't want to do it. And if you look at it, what his career earnings will be, Throughout his career, it's going to eclipse $440 million 
by a hundred million. Yeah, but in my like, opinion, like Rob was saying earlier, I was talking to him earlier about the rejected deal. Like, <laughs> let's be honest here. He can he can fall out of a bus tomorrow. You know, like something can happen to this guy where all of a sudden your career is toast McToasterson. Like you have to like he's been offered close to half a billion dollars. And I'm not saying that I think that all of these younger guys are going to wind up paying, you know, in, in 30 and north as far as an average per year thing. But man, that this goes to show you that I don't even think it's about the money for him. I think he actually wants to win and he thinks of the nationals as a team that traded away. I mean, doesn't he have a world series? He does, but I'm saying what I'm saying is going forward and that's going forward, man, he already won. It's just fine. So then if that's the case, then chase the money and sit there. I mean, you know, like, but, but chasing the money wants to win going forward, like be in the, the spotlight. Like you're in the, like Washington nationals. You're never going to be a national, like, national no pun never going to be a, a a name a face of baseball in a market like washington that's why i feel like eventually this is gonna this is gonna boil over and this is where i bring it to you like dude the yankees obviously have what it takes to get this guy right and there's two more years of control right now i you there's no way you can have both aaron judge and juan soto this is a choice so what i'm thinking is this if for whatever reason at the end of the season and judge is just like, look, he already said it. He went on record and said, I'm going to talk to 30 teams as he should, right? as he should as a free agent. Right. I mean, the Yankees couldn't get it done. So what I'm thinking is this, can you picture a world where judge says, I want to go home and goes to San Fran. And then the Yankees say, all right, you know what? You did that. Now we're going to kick the tires and completely go nuts to get Juan Soto. I think the the first shoe is going to fall. That's going to be Soto getting dealt, and that's going to happen this season, in season. Yeah. So the Yankees aren't going to have the luxury of waiting to see what Aaron Judge is going to do, nor do they need the luxury because everybody is looking at this as, how could we afford Juan Soto? Well, you don't have to afford Juan Soto for two more seasons. So you're not really you're taking an arbitration eligible player you could come up with a deal to avoid arbitration which typically isn't really the yankee style but they, they just can. they just did that though and look what it took to get that hey, done. you're right they did so, it on the deadline so day. point being it's not really their style but they don't need it to be their style in this case because i don't think juan soto is is easily offended no. if that makes sense i think he's he's basically saying look the money is cool but when when you have the math just do the math mike trout is gonna over the next three years will eclipse 350 uh, million dollars in career earnings right now Juan Soto's at around 40 or 50 million right so he doesn't need that deal he could sign a, a, a he's going to get 20 million a year over the next two in arbitration so that's going to bring him close to 100 and then when he signs his massive 10-year deal at 25 he can make another one yep. he's going to get a he then then he doesn't have to sign a 14-year deal and be stuck in one Ten. place he could sign a 10-year deal yeah. with an opt-out that so was, he could revisit free agency at yep. 30 this is the things that this guy's going to do. That's what they were trying to say. That, and then when you look at the end of the day, fifteen years from now, he's probably going to eclipse almost a billion dollars yep. in career earnings if he opts outright and he does all the things that he needs to do. Plus, play where he wants to play. Hmm. It breaks down to like twenty nine million a year, and he wants it up towards like. I mean, as he should, listen, the market the market dictates that he should be making over thirty so, million a year so right now. But the, Trout, like the, the the Nationals stretched it, so it Trout's didn't feel making so. Making thirty seven million this year. If if you're telling me that if his annual base salary is going to be what 2029 like yeah. yeah so in 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 8 years that's going to be a terrible deal yep right in 8 years he's going to well, be yeah, in his early listen, 30s it's not like you he's going to be uh, what's this guy Scott Boris Boris is his agent he's going to get every dime 
He's going to get every dime. And the fact that he churned, like, it's very hard for, I guess you can quote the working man, right? Like, who doesn't make this kind of baseball money to sit there like, what the fuck is he thinking? I can't believe it's a half a billion dollars. But it's like, it's no longer that world. You know what I mean? Like, baseball brings in this much money, just like anything else, just like Chop Sports. The if Chop Sports union- brought in a million dollars a year, and I paid Gooch 20 grand. Oh, I paid. We paid each other 20 grand a year. We're like, well, wait a minute. Hold on. They make all this money. Why, why shouldn't we be bringing in this money? So the MLB brings in the money. The MLB brings in the ratings. All these players are going to get paid. All the faces of baseball who make them money will be making money. You know what I'm saying? It all makes sense. So all you like shaking your fist, I can't believe you turned down all that money. It's because there's a lot more money on the table. Yeah, there is a lot more money. And who the fuck is anybody to decide what somebody else is going to do financially? The same thing happened with Judge where you had everybody coming out and saying, how could he turn that down? Stupid, stupid, stupid. And now he's going to get paid more. So that's why he turned it down. And more. I'm curious to know if the, how the players union would feel about him signing a $29 million base Furious. salary per year offer for 14 years. It's just not a good look across the board. So looking looking ahead at who I think is potential teams that Juan Soto can go to, mm-hmm. I do put the Yankees on the list, but I, I think that the Yankees are are half-stepping when it comes to how serious they are. They can't not get involved. Well, John Heyman put out the article this morning in the Post <laughs> saying the Yankees and the Mets should well, do everything in their power to go get them. They should, and they will do everything in their power. But the Yankees, you know how they're operating these days. They're not going to just go and mortgage everything for the likes of Juan Soto because he's just one guy in a lineup, and it's it's not going to make – the Yankees will be a better team, but like, how much better – is the like they're already 35 you know, like, games over 500. If like, you're needing something to get better, it's a pitcher because yeah. it's about the playoffs. Like, and if you're sitting out there like, we can give her to Gallo and then he can be and like, I, no, I also stop. think Juan Soto is going to take twice the haul that a uh, Luis Castillo will take. So I'm all for, let's say, if you had to choose right now, gun to your head, Castillo or Soto for the long term, who do you want? And the Yankees. Like long, 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 term? long term, like forever. I mean, I think Soto will be around a long time. So if I had to pick, like, who would I pick after? Who's going to help them win a World Series this, this year? Right now, this year, it's Castillo. Castillo. Yeah, 100%. But I, um, I think that there's – if you get Castillo, you could still get Soto in free agency because, like oh I said, I don't God. know I don't know that there's going to be a deal that anybody offers him. You say, oh, he just wants out of Washington. I think it's a combination of all those things. I don't think he wants a deal until he hits free agency. You know, so you're not going to get Soto. So you're going to get a two-year rental. You're going to get a two-year rental, which is a – it's a decent rental. Hell, yeah, it's a you decent know, it's rental. It's a decent rental. But $20 million? It does, it does take away a little hey, bit of the bargaining Hicks chips that Washington has because, you know, the, you don't want to mortgage your entire future for a guy that's going to leave. So there is not going to be an extension attached to it, my guess, because he's turning down, fifth, you know, quarter billion, half a billion dollars. I don't think that he's looking for the extension. When's the trade let on for baseball? July 31st. End of, end of July. So it's going to happen within the next two weeks, right? You assume? All-star break, there's going to be trades happening. That's usually where break. it all starts coming together starts because to everybody's got a little bit of time to off, so people in the same place. Before we get into the all-star stuff, which, again, we'll get more into the all-star game itself tomorrow uh, because the game itself goes down tomorrow. But today we got the Derby, and that's going to be exciting. But I do want to tell you guys real quick. Prediction real quick. Uh, I think he goes to the Braves. You want to get my read? Okay. I don't even have my read. In, really in division? Do I have to, do I have to come back and get my, my, my <laughs> opinion on yeah, this? He basically, just, he basically just, did his take, dropped the mic, and left. I, yeah, think, yeah. I think the same thing. Like maybe the, Met, the Mets could definitely afford it. Bro, the Phillies are in. The Mets are in. But and in, the Braves are in. you think they're going to trade him to the – They're not they – look, when you're trading a player like this, they're not the Yankees and the Red Sox. They're not the Yankees – they're not the Mets and the Braves. It's the Nationals. They don't have – like they, they, they have hatred for their teams within their division, but – 
reality speaks here. There's only a certain amount of teams that are even going to be in the mix to be able to afford Juan Soto. Yes, but you said they can rent them for two years. But nonetheless, it's still a $40 million two-year rental. It's not like you're bringing in a guy cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, any team that's willing to do it, A, the Braves, the B, the Mets, C, the Dodgers, the Phillies. I'm talking about teams that are going to be willing to spend the money yeah. and have Giants. traditionally. Giants, I think, are, are playing for Judge. Um, personally, that's what I think their move is. Okay. But you can't you can't eliminate guys that are going to drive the price up. I know I say guys, I mean teams. You can't eliminate the Mets. How could you say, oh, we're going to trade Juan Soto, but a team that's probably willing to pay the most for him, we're, we're going to eliminate you. They have they to might look be at patient. They put him just like we'll to, get him in free agency. Yeah. They have to look at it in a vacuum. And my my opinion is, you've seen trades. Even the Yankees and the Red Sox made a trade this offseason. It wasn't a big one, but they made one. Yeah, it didn't make when a lot you of have money. to. You have to. And right now, the the Nationals are in a tough spot. I think the Mets are one hundred percent in play, and so are the Braves. Uh, it'd be coming in with a great comment here. A team is selling to new owners eventually. Uh, they want to clear those books. Someone willing to take on a Strasburg or a Corbin contract will definitely. Will definitely uh, have up teams' chances of getting Soto. So yeah, it's it's almost like a a mini fire sale, you know. Like, we saw the Red Sox do it in a much greater fashion um, when they got rid of Betts and Adrian Gonzalez and every player that they had that was decent and signed that offseason went to the Dodgers. By the way, how good is what's this guy? Um, Red Sox, um, Devers. Devers. Oh, yep, I feel God. Devers, boy. God, he's good, you know. But he's gonna rot there in Boston, so it sucks. Um, anyway, like, I do want to tell you as Garrett, you run and get your Jerry Cole Senior. Yeah, basically. Um, I don't have uh, the uh, my read in front of me. I don't know why. I thought I had it here. Is it over there? There's some papers over there, actually. Oh, it's definitely there. Give me that right there, producer. That one right there. All right. Got me. Oh, he drops it. Five-yard penalty. Here we go. All right. So I do want to let you guys know that the Chop Sports Daily is being brought to you in part by the Fusco Insurance Agency. Ladies and gentlemen, are you worried that you're going to run out of money? in retirement or how you pay for long-term health care will your family be okay okay families get bigger every day stop worrying start planning a comprehensive retirement plan gives you security for greater control over your money michael fusco can help as president of his own insurance agency michael can work with you to create a comprehensive retirement plan he'll explore using life insurance and annuities to help you build a more secure future so you worry a little bit less right now Call 718-701-5787 to schedule your complimentary consultation. That's 718-701-5787. Guarantees and protections are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Some insurance policies are not available in all states. Gooch with the Manscaped from downtown. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Chop Sports Daily, where we got 20% off all of your bush bush trimming (laughs) needs. So head on over to manscaped.com. Use the promo code CHOPSPORTS. And like I said, 20% off. So inside this lovely website of theirs, they're pushing the new performance package 4.0. Is that what it's called? Four, 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 point, point. Oh, oh. It's always a four. It is the four point. I've not seen anything about five. It's like AOL. Inside this performance package, it comes equipped with the lawnmower 4.0. Everything is 4.0. You get the weed whacker and ear and nose hair trimmer. It keeps everything nice and clean. No boogies, no earwax dripping out. And then it has the ball and crop exfoliator, (laughs) which means you exfoliate your ball sack after you shave them. So it gets all that extra hairs out of there. And it has the asshole cream too so oh. if you use the asshole cream you have no worries it's a nice clean wipe i don't know if they have i don't know if it's specific i don't think for it's the, called uh, asshole cream but the, uh, this is what happens when i run and get my read late and i'm not versed on it but nonetheless it i promise you right now i even shaved my disgusting hairy feet 
with my lawnmower uh, 4.0 yesterday. <laughs> but that was going in a completely different direction. Man, boys get on their feet. Bro, here's what happens. When you bust out this razor and you're by yourself. Shit just gets weird, It huh? gets weird. <laughs> You start to get this like it's I like, hear you, dog. I've been there. Shit gets uncomfortable. Like, oh, wow. I was damn Where's man. I'm looking. Go? I'm looking beach ready. Starting to find hair you didn't know you had and shit. Right? <laughs> How is there hair here? Um, and, this, and, is, this part and, doesn't get and, sunlight. And I guarantee you that it reduces the risk of nicks and cuts. Nice. So you will not be tripping up your balls. Nice. No Don't little do that. bloody spots. No, no. No burns. No burns. Chop sports. Promo code 20% off. Do the damn thing. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. All right. Home run derby time, I grabbed the wrong read, by the way. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's all right. Uh, home run derby time, which is, uh, if you want to see, it's right above, the, under the name tags there. Uh, there you go. Up, up there. Boom. Done. The prediction time. There's a lot going on. This home run derby is stacked. I think it's one of the more stacked home run derbies of all time, really. Uh, when you look at what? What happened? No, I was just like, of all time. <laughs> so anyway, when you look at the derby, right, I prefer, and this is just me, Baseball All-Star, NBA All-Star, the game itself, for a lot of scoring, I'll watch the NBA All-Star over the Baseball All-Star, but for festivities, three-point contests and dunk contests have lost their luster, and there's nothing better than watching the Home Run Derby. These guys just fucking crush balls for just over and over and over again, and for all your balls needs, you can go to manscaped.com, 20% off, but this year, we got ourselves a heavy, heavy dose Um Joe Palumbo just purchased the weed whacker. So Joe Palumbo getting involved with Manscaped. Good job, Joe. Um, all right, so let's go back to let's bring up the first. I guess the bra- the first matchup, which is Acuna well, and Alum- yeah. First, yeah. let me let me get into a few. Things oh, all right, first. go back yes. to the graphics. So, Sorry. So I have the the rules because I know that the home run derby is an ever evolving tournament slash whatever the fuck they do every year. I, like I, I feel like it takes me about a a couple batters to really pick up on exactly what's happening here because they do change the rules a lot. So I'm going to just read off the, the rule set that I saw that's the easiest to break down. So round one of the home run derby will feature eight players competing against each other head to head in a bracket style format. We get that. All right. So the batters get three minutes to hit plus 30 seconds of bonus time. An additional 30 seconds can be earned if the player hits a home run of 475 plus feet in regulation leading into the four minute. So you can only get four minutes total. It's capped at four minutes. You could only get one bonus time. The semifinals, round two follows the same rules as round one, and home runs do not carry over round to round. Although the first round's order is determined by seed, the higher seed hits second. The second round is determined by home runs in the previous round. So the brackets aren't lining up, all right? It's reseeded after the first round. Good. Most home runs is the top seed in round that's two. That's the way it Least should be. home runs is the is I like the, that. So okay, but it all that resets, works. Though. It resets. The bracket yes. resets like the NFL playoffs reset. Okay. All right. So the finals, the final round chart uh, changes the format up a little bit as batters get just two minutes to swing. The bonus system is still in play, so players will get thirty additional seconds and another thirty seconds if they homer four hundred and seventy-five plus feet in regulation, three minutes total. 
The winner will be, be the winner will be determined at the end. In the case of a tie, nobody gives a fuck. Swing off. Don't they're they gonna just bat it, keep, keep on going. Yeah, they do get a timeout. So players get one timeout each during regulation round, but they cannot call timeouts during bonus time. Timeouts are 45 seconds long and do not carry over from round to round. So use your timeouts wisely. Ah, yes. All right. So let's get into some of the br- the, the bracket <laughs> itself. First matchup here, probably the better matchup uh, or of the first round, I would think. No? Yeah, they're not in order, but it's okay. I didn't put them in order. So anyway. Um, anyway, so Pete Alonzo and Acuna Jr. Uh, Polar Bear going for what? Not two in, not three in a row. Three two in a row. Three in a row? I think Has he won back-to-back years? Back this morning on the I think he's going for back-to-back. It's potential that he already did back to back, and I, I, I'm 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 mad at myself for not knowing that, but pretty sure he already did that. But that's why he's back in this thing because he's going to defend the title. What's wrong? I'm trying to put my graphic up. Oh, which graphic? Hello. Um, they said he like really takes this serious. Like, I know this uh, Pete Alonso, and like, pe- pe- like hell yeah, other people might not, but why like not? they said he literally trains for this all year round. He wants this more than anything. So I'm shocked so, like nobody's really yeah, it's, right, so he's, he's going seeking for his, his third, third title. Yeah. All right, so three in a row. I don't know. The comments are up. I can't see the comments from over here, but they're over there. So this is we're gonna work out the kinks as we go. Yeah, I was trying to uh, fix three. All right, so three in a row. And yeah, he already did back to back. So going for three. He's got himself a tough task in in the first round. And that the, the matchup is what we just said is uh Acuna. And I think that obviously, again, I'm rooting for Alonzo to get the three in a row. I think that'd be dope. So you think he gets past the first round? Acuna is no, right. yeah, no. you think he's done I'm, after I'm one? All in on one Acuna. out. And look, I'm not, I'm not trying to pick against Pete Alonso. He's the favorite. I'll go over that right now while I have it out. Right. So Pete Alonso is the favorite to win it. You want to bring up the bracket down there, the yeah, derby bracket? Yeah, bring up the bracket. So Pete Alonso is plus two hundred. And interesting enough to me, Kyle Schwarber comes in second in terms of odds, and that's plus three thirty. But he's the one seed. Interesting. I I don't think that they were seated like that. I I can't imagine that they took Kyle Schwarber as the one seed and saying like, yeah, this is the guy. Pete Alonso is the, the back-to-back reigning champion. How right. is he not the one seed? So all that aside, um, Pete Alonso is first. Kyle Schwarber second at plus three thirty, and then this is where the value starts to come into play for me at Acuna at plus six hundred and Soto at plus six hundred. Corey Seager at plus nine hundred. I don't even know why he's in the home run derby. Um, Julio <laughs> Rodriguez at plus one thousand. Jose Ramirez at plus sixteen hundred. How that's value right there as well. Yeah, he's I feel a five like, seed. And then and then Albert Pools at plus twenty two hundred. Let's go, and Albert. <laughs> I think Pools is the only guy that has no chance to win. I want him to get out of the first round. That's what I want. I think want. Pools is well. He's going against Schwarber. I know. So that's so, why I don't. I don't foresee that I happening. I think Pools has the least chance to win. But when we're talking about a home run derby, these guys are all able to hit bombs in batting practice. I have no idea how to base this and how to handicap this. To me. You don't take Alonzo because the value is not there, right? At plus 200, it's impossible to take him. Um, Soto and Acuna at plus six, that is a potential where you could win no matter who plays who in the finals. I think that's going to be as we get into it. All right, so go back to Acuna and Alonzo for a second. So, all right, so Acuna, Alonzo, who's the pick for you? You got Acuna? I'm going to take Acuna. I'm going to take the polar bear, Alonzo. All right, so Sturge gets that. I'm just curious to see how we do this. So this this Gooch gets Acuna. All right, next one is Seager and J-Rod. So, I'm, I, again, you put why is Seager in there. I agree. I'm going Julio on this one on the first round. You you with me on that one? Do you yeah. think he's in there because they, it's L.A. and it's just like Possibly, it's, it's somebody yeah. to cheer for? Yeah, I guess you got to. I mean, isn't like, he on the Rangers? No, he's a, no, yeah, he's I know Ranger. that, but it's in L.A., though, and it's just like a, somebody to cheer for. Is there any other Dodgers in this thing? 
Nope. No, right? So yeah. no, I, I can't imagine that they're gonna be like, Yeah, remember the guy that was here in the <laughs> I'm West? just saying fan wise. Is that yeah, no, he's got a point. He's got a point. You know what I mean? All right, Soto Ramirez. This listen, there's not gonna be any chance that this whole entire conversation, the entire time Juan Soto's going yard over and over and over again is which team is he gonna play for? You know what I mean? Like this is it's very polarizing for somebody like him to be in this thing, but I like Soto. I don't know about you as far as this matchup is going to Jose Ramirez is a stud, but I like Soto. To yeah, kinda... I mean, I like Soto, and I'm going to pick him because he's I, I I just like the player. Me too. But um, Ramirez, man, Ramirez rakes plus 1,600. I just I don't know, understand how they come up with these odds. Yeah, I don't know. Either. I could easily see an upset in, in this round with Ramirez, but I'm going to stick with my boy. Yeah, I'm going with Soto, too. And Soto looks obviously, like he's 52, by I know. the way. Um, and is obviously the very heavy favorite here. I'm going to pick Pujols yeah, just why? because of what the hell, why not? Why does Pujols look like that? I, I don't know. <laughs> like they want to make him look good. I don't know. You, you taking Schwarber they, here? That's like Pujols from like MVP baseball. 2005. <laughs> right. Um, I'm going to take Schwarber because the lefty. All right. So Schwarber is for you. So now, according to what you have here, Gooch, you have Schwarber, Soto, Acuna. Did I miss one? Did I Rodriguez. miss one? Oh, Rodriguez. Oh, yeah. We both took Rodriguez. All right. So uh, who's he? Oh, he's got Seeger. Okay, cool. So Sturch and Gooch got there. So now in the second round, but you won't know because they're receding. So at this, so point, basically at this point, point, we have to just pick a winner. It's a final four out of those four. I, listen, I'm all for the story. Give me the polar bear three years in a row. I'm with that. Because, you again, Rob came in before. The guy takes it serious. Like he's he, Obviously, it hasn't screwed up his swing like some have said that the home run derby does to you. You know, like after you're done, you know, hitting – 60 mile per hour wiffle balls like it screws you up for the second polar bear is one of the top players is he in the league. righty this polar bear about yes. righty so that, they're saying that right-handed hitters have like a bigger advantage uh in la so that's my that's my goal there is pick whoever's the right-handed batter well i'm taking acuna to win it all so we lefty? get no oh well winner winner chicken you're taking acuna, acuna, acuna to win it all that that for some reason i don't like righties in a home run derby i'd rather have a lefty I mean, I guess it depends. It depends on the dimensions of the field. But Toast yeah. coming in saying Julio Rodriguez is practicing as well. I mean, they should all be practicing every day before a fucking game. You're That's pretty much what they're practice. doing, right? But yeah. I, I mean, the, uh, do we get to see who the pitchers are? We know Pete Alonso's pitcher could could fucking it's lay whoever him in it is. There. They, it's whoever they want to, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not a sign or anything. Yeah, it could be whoever they want it to be, right? Interesting. That'd be cool. I'm with it. I'm with it. The, the Derby's tonight goes down tonight. We'll talk more about the All Star game tomorrow. Um, yeah. So before we get into, I, I do want to, just because it was brought up in the chat before we get into the 2022 Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, do we all want to pour a beer out or some kind of drink out for the 2022 Summer League Knicks who lost in the championship? Oh, man. So <laughs> yeah, that, so, man, there was a one chance to get a ring or a banner or something like that. We fucked that up, too. So what? how much more Knicks can you get than losing the Summer League Championship? But somebody, Tim Riley, came in and said, how come LeBron's stat line wasn't discussed just in the Drew game? What the fuck is who the Drew cares, game? Who cares, dude? Um, the Drew <laughs> I mean, he put up 42 do. points. He was there. He's there for Didn't the Didn't somebody highlights. put up like 70 or something? No, Malachi something for – that wasn't the Drew League. Oh, that okay. was uh, the, the Raptors 
Raptors player, and that was Jamal Crawford's Invitational League. Yeah, that's what I, So, just, yeah, I did see that as well. It's like, it's like a new Rucker Park thing oh, that they man. do. Well, are we going to bring up LeBron's Drew League performance cares, and talk shit dude. about LeBron the person, or are we going to talk about that? Oh, there we go. No. <laughs> because I'm not trying to do any either. How about the guy, how about the guy that doesn't play in the NBA and score like 24? The guy Le- Gar- LeBron was guarding scored like 24 on him. So oh, it's, see? it's fine. Oh, all right. Anyway, it'll be all right. Summer league LeBron's going to be fine. I know. Um, all right. So and before we leave, though, before okay. we leave baseball and all this, all this good stuff, I do have to bring up one thing. Since we've been talking about Juan Soto, did anybody see his little altercation yesterday? I did. I did not. I we call him Crybaby or whatever. So right. Juan Soto got walked. Right, like intentional, like a bo- like a bonds no, type he walk. He got walked. He, he walked okay. based on balls, normal one, easy. And he ahead. pimped it, right? So he pimped his walk. He oh, threw his bat. Shit, I love it. Right, so he pimped it. He's, <laughs> he basically walk walked again. halfway down first base. He's like taking his shit off, and I think he was letting the guy know, like, I know you're afraid to throw a fucking strike to me <laughs> because that will end your fucking season. But anyway, as he's walking down first base, Will Smith, the pitcher for the Giants, curses him out. He said, "Get the." F- Get the fuck to first base. See, I like Will Smith for that. Right? I mean, he would have gotten the shit beat out of him. Oh, like whatever. That. I just so I, Juan Soto I like was on the first picture, base, like, all right, dude. And they're still kind of barking at each other. Nothing really came of it, but Juan Soto's sitting there like this on first base, making the cry. He's, Are you you're kidding me? Cry, yeah. baby. Cry about it. I got to see this do? shit. How do they miss this? Gotta love, point, like, gotta love Juan do, Soto. Do like some people not real, like, not that baseball is boring, but sometimes it gets boring. So when you have these bat flips and exciting stuff, like, yeah, we're all, all, we're for, all for it here. Trust me. Awesome. With, trust me when I so tell you that. I, so why am I pitcher be like, come on, man, get the first base so we can get out of here. No, man, throw me a strike so I can rock your shit over the well, fucking fence. Well, I also have no problem with the pitcher getting offended because to me, that's what makes it good. If the guy pimped it and it didn't, and it didn't draw ire from his opposition, to me, then it's just, it's no harm, no foul. Like, Pimp your shit. The pitcher gets upset, and now there's some fire. There's some fuel on the fire. Now we have a little more competitive juices flowing. Potential fight. Yeah, that's what makes it. That's what makes it interesting to me. So be offended. Let them police it themselves. The people giving Soto a hard time. Come on. Yeah, like come on. Come on. Try to make it exciting. Let's. All right. So before I, you know what? Before we even get into the, there was one more baseball thing tonight because you have the home run derby. Everybody's excited about that. But following the home run derby. Episode one of The Captain is tonight with Derek Jeter. So that actually comes out in case anybody's a Derek Sanderson Jeter fan like myself, one of my favorite players ever. Um, he's uh, his documentary starts tonight. So if you like the Tom Brady one, you're probably going to love this one and the and the, the the Jordan one as well. Is, it, is there I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm a big Derek Jeter fan. I have a feeling that I'm not going to like this. Who's Derek Jeter? <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? Like there's his legacy is perfectly fine the way it Thank is right now. So I don't you knew this had to happen. I do eventually. not need ESPN. No, it didn't have to happen. To come in and fuck Why it up. Not? He's not the greatest baseball player of all time. No, but he's one of the most iconic. Look, no, he's one of the most kind of Yankee players of all time. Not the most kind of baseball player of all and time. And you know what? Um, Everybody's gonna go nonetheless. It's 10 o'clock. Nonetheless, I'm watch. I would say that getting Except an you, ESPN, you'll be watching is, raw. Like five, is it the same way as uh, Last Dance? Like it's like yeah. five episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a no, series. I watch, um, of course I want to watch. I'm a Red Sox fan. I'm gonna, I want to see the stories. Of course, it's gonna be there's gonna be great stuff to, yeah. to pull from he's it. He's gonna tell Jeter, everybody how much he hated A-Rod. Stories and things like that. But but that's what it's really gonna do. It's gonna stir up controversy. We're gonna deal with it. Don't think that Derek Jeter is going to come out of this clean no, on the other side like there no. is going to be people and now, now he's on social they, media so now you, but can now when crush you see a story about like if jeter's talking shit about a rod in the documentary then now it's like they well ask a rod now, talk to A-Rod now. Yep, you're, you're right it's going to bring up a lot and of now drama. we have to deal with a bunch of bullshit that to me i mean like like i said how are you not here for that? that i feel like that's right up your alley when it's, it's going to ruin because, jeter's because to me not really i don't i personally don't care it 
I already know what Derek Jeter is about and, and, and what he did in his career. There will be some nice, cool stuff from it, but at the end of the day, I think it's going to be annoying as well as a fan of Jeter. If I was not a fan of Jeter and just like, like I, how I am with Jordan, I'm not a Bulls guy. I'm just, no, I respect Jordan, Jordan. He's the GOAT, the, the sneakers, all that. But if I was like a real Bulls fan, part of that might have bothered me. Well, you if know, you're Scotty Pippen, you, you lose sleep for the rest of your life. But, <laughs> so. that's, that's what, the thing with Jeter is, is he always kept it. You only knew about the baseball side of Derek Jeter. You didn't know anything else. You knew his dad and mom was good. You knew about, you knew about the grocery, ba- the uh, the gift baskets that he left behind for all of his, uh, his uh, female friends. Well, you just, you yeah, didn't know geez. about any of that stuff. And I have a feeling you're going to know. They're going to put at least one of these episodes are going to be a about bad, bad and, stuff. and it's also going to be like a, they're going to be gurgling his balls 90 percent of it which wow. is cool too but that's well he wanted them signed the, off that's going to piss you, off a ton of other fans how much do you think this do- and i get this document's been in the works forever but now that he's not with the moms no more and he's kind of that's maybe why he stepped now. aside he's kind of at home now kind of i think that's the goal is to try to get him involved in the Yankees organization somewhat, I somehow. Mean, you know, people talk about like firing Cashman all the time, but I'm just no, like, dude, Cashman's that. a G, bro. He's like, actually, look at the fucking team that's playing right now. That's all Cashman. That's nobody else but Cashman. So everybody get off his fucking shit. But do you think this has something to do with like maybe they'll offer him a position next I'm year? Coming or not? home. <laughs> if Derek Jeter gets a position next year, it's going to be a figurehead. And I don't think that he's in the realm, in, a, in the headspace to be like a guy that's just collecting a paycheck without doing an actual job. And they're not going to entrust Derek Jeter to run the Yankees. It's not like going to happen. He'll be the next manager of does the Yankees. Does he want to be Yankees. the fucking? Does he want to be like the position coach for the middle infielders? Deal. <laughs> but I don't want Derek Jeter coming in and being the GM because because again, uh, no, it's it's like bringing your favorite player yeah, back and then it's like it's what bad taste. The same reason why I don't want Mattingly because like I just want to love Mattingly and and not have to fucking ever have a reason to hate him because he took a pitcher out in the sixth. Yeah, you know, it's like you sense, one of the cards I that. found yesterday was an Aaron Boone rookie card. <laughs> By the way, I thought it was very exciting for that. Jeter flat out says, "If there were cell phones, cameras, my career would have been three years." How about well, this? That's funny, actually. That's- you say Aaron Boone rookie card, and it reminded me of some weird thing that we we were talking about MVP baseball, mm-hmm. right? And that's like an iconic. And Manny Ramirez is on the cover. Iconic game, one of the best games in baseball games in sports history. It actually innovated the way all the show is played now, and all things like that. So. Last year, there was a there's like these groups on Facebook, and uh, you know how video games are. There's guys that have updated the rosters to every play, year, and continue to play that same continue game. Continue to play that same game with the updated rosters, which is psycho. My brother's kind of one of those people. <laughs> um, but they were looking at the older rosters, and what they did was they made a team completely compiled of Major League Baseball managers now. So it was like it wasn't. That's a long conversation. That's pretty cool. Rotation, but it was like Rocco Baldelli, um, bro. Some of the names you're like, holy shit! I can't believe he played. Craig Council was the shortstop. Craig Council. Aaron Boone was the third baseman. There's like 13 catchers. (laughs) All the catchers wound up being. It was crazy. True though. Another thing that made me feel old. Oh, don't get me started. Uh, Yeah, well, that's another thing. Some of the cards I found yesterday: Fernando Tatis, the original. (laughs) You know the Tatis card, huh? Fernando Tatis Senior. He's the only guy in Major League Baseball history to hit a grand slam in the same inning. You ready for this one? From both sides of the plate. Check that. That's pretty interesting. That's in trivia for inning? a bar. Same inning. Same inning? Same inning. I Switch think I remember sides. that. I don't shit remember you not. I cranked another one out. Shit you not. That shit you not. Wow. All right. Well, if I'm the more wrong, you know, you found out today on Chop I said Sports. some crazy shit about Madison Bumgarner dating a girl. 
or married to a girl that's also named Madison Bumgarner. And like, I feel like that was disproven, but there's also still people that really try and hammer that home. Can you imagine? This one's more believable. I almost said that her name would be Madison Madison, but it's not the truth at all. Um, anyway, so let's break it down. Here's one of, this is why I love Artie and all the innovative technologies that Artie has given us. Folks, watch this shit. Uh, check out this stuff. So this, we're going to be talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is how we do it, folks. I'm waiting for... Uh, me? Yeah, me? you. <laughs> Who oh, else is going to do it? There you go. Bang. Bang. The Jaguars, folks. How you like that? And we also have a Jaguars come right there. Bang. We're talking Jacksonville now. It is football season. Training camp opens up literally a week from tomorrow. Nine days, I think. Yeah, well, I know a lot of the rookies report yes. early. Uh, and then the veterans get in there and they start doing their thing. So the Jacksonville Jaguars um, this year are... Not so much an enigma, but I think more of an excitement project uh, that we've dug up some stuff because I feel like everybody that we've already done so far, the AFC North that we just uh, finished was, it's not, I don't want to say loaded. I want to say that like, the teams have talent. They all expect them to be good. So now you look at the AFC South with a couple of bottom feeders, right? The Jaguars literally had the first overall pick last year or, or this year, rather. The Texans are in disarray. We'll get into them tomorrow. But the Jacksonville Jaguars have made some significant moves and changes to their roster and their coaching staff to lead us to believe that six and a half or six, whoever and wherever you get your number, is pretty low. Um, what? Yeah, I never changed mine. That's but right. I, I still. But saw I've six seen in both. Morning, I've seen yeah. both. Uh, so we have six and a half and six underneath. Remember, three and fourteen last year got the shit kicked out of them multiple times, but fought. Right? They fought. They went through that debacle with the shit coach, right? Getting lap dances instead of actually game planning, right? And Trevor Lawrence is a rookie, not being guided the way he should have been guided. Now you get Dougie P in there, who is apparently a quarterback whisperer. Because why? Because he played quarterback himself. So he knows what he's doing. A uh, former Packer. Um, so anyway, I found one of his cards yesterday as, as I was the looking. Greatest job in history of sports was Brett Favre's backup. He literally never went in the fucking game. <laughs> but he took, snap. for 15 he took snaps. And, uh, he took snaps in pregame and stuff. Uh, and but anyway, an, an extension of the coaching staff. Yeah, there, there, there it is. Go. So now you're looking at this team. Uh, some of the key losses um, mostly happened on the defensive side of the ball. Their only offensive big, big loss, I think, was DJ Chark. And he played a significant role in the receiving crew. But I'll get into the receivers in a second. Their key losses, uh, two linebackers, Damian Wilson, which former Cowboy, by the way. Miles um, Jack heads on over, I believe. Pittsburgh we just we just talked about them and then Jihad Ward on the edge he goes to the Giants so those are the significant losses and I don't think when you look at this team as a whole that they're that significant like they're not Miles Jack is a really good player Jihad Ward was absolutely a great edge rusher uh, but they're they're kind of loaded um, as far as their gains in their free agency uh, they spend the most money on their offensive line uh, Brandon Scherf they get him from Washington a um, little protection for sunshine right I mean that that helps and of course, the biggest deal, which I don't know if the money is really going to add up to the production, but it's Christian Kirk making all that money to be, I guess, wide receiver one, you would have to assume, uh, because other than outside of him, it's Kirk, it's Marvin Jones, it's Zay Jones, it's Laquan Treadwell, who's been looking for a role somehow uh, in that offense. But anyway, they also add a tight end in Evan Ingram. Is there kind of a, a new scenario where he can learn how to catch? I don't know. Um, they also bring in... Uh, Darius Williams, a cornerback, Arden Key, edge rusher, their draft. Now, this is where it's big. The draft that they had was 
they, they, you can't swing and miss on the first round pick, the first pick of a, the, the entire thing. And they went with Trayvon Walker, number one overall. Then in the first round, they also have Devin Lloyd, great linebacker out of Utah. Um, they round up uh, round five with Snoop Connor, uh, running back, crowded running back room. Gooch, you're looking at the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they got like, a lot of young talent. Trevor Lawrence, year two. Etienne, year two. James Robinson, I'm sure he'll get back eventually. They got a nice little young team here. So I, I think that six and a half is actually a little disrespectful. We'll get into the schedule in a second, but your thoughts early on the Jaguars. All right, so if you've been watching the Chop Sports Daily, you know that I'm a little higher on the Jaguars than most are this year, but I'm kind of, I, w- I don't want to say that I'm waffling on that. I'm not, but it is the Jaguars. And I've seen recent film of Trayvon Walker working out, and he looked like he had asthma. I was like, is that Trayvon Walker <laughs> or is that Traylon Burks? Not sure, because they both look the same. Not very promising for Burks. At least Walker is an edge guy, and he's supposed to be big and not supposed to be that slow, though. So he didn't look like he had much burst. So I'm a little, I have a little trepidation going into this, but I'm going to stick with my guns here. Look, they were three and 14 last year, and right now they're projected to win six and a half. I don't know. I question question whether there's another team in football that has a big of a gap in terms of where they finished last year and what their projected win total is this year. It's a little bit of a research project to find that out, but Vegas sees the Jaguars as being significantly improved as well. The main thing, which you did not mention, is they're out from under the Urban Meyer debacle. So they don't have. Coach was getting a lap dance. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. So they're out from underneath (laughs) the Urban Meyer debacle. And Doug Peterson is the perfect guy to bring in because he's going to dumb everything down. He's going to make it very, very boring. You talked about Evan Engram. I feel like Evan Engram is going to have a decent season catching the ball because he's going to get a load of opportunities in the Doug Peterson system. I'm a little wary of any receiver in fantasy because if you look at the way Doug Peterson around offenses have gone, there really hasn't been much receiver usage. It's scattered around a lot. And they're going to use a running back by committee, but it's going to be led by – Travis Etienne, who I think has potential to vault himself into the rookie of the year conversation because he did not play last year. Mm -hmm. So he's actually eligible to win rookie of the year. People are overlooking that fact. He's going to get the ball a lot because they're going to run the ball a lot. I do think the biggest key to their success, much like it's going to be with the Jets, is going to be the, the development of Trevor Lawrence. When Trevor Lawrence came out of college, he was being touted as the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning. Now, we haven't seen that, but Peyton Manning set a rookie record for interceptions thrown in his rookie season, right? So Trevor Lawrence didn't even get an opportunity to throw that, that many picks, but he was also part of one of the worst offenses in, in the history. Through 17. Right? Through 17 games. They were really, really bad. I like, think they were 17 picks, too, though. Oh, he did yeah. throw 17, but did he start 17 games? I don't know. I just know he 12, 12 to these <laughs> 17 picks. Trey Lan- uh, 3, Tra- Trevor Lawrence last yards. year? Yeah, he didn't miss any games. Yeah, so he played seven. That's not bad. No, not it's not, bad not for a When rookie. I saw the thirty six hundred, I'm like, that's not I bad. I think, um, I think Trevor Lawrence is gonna gonna improve this year, but with the with the style, he's gonna improve, but their his numbers aren't gonna go up significantly. Mm-hmm. I think that Jacksonville. Do I see them as a playoff team? I'm less confident than I was two weeks ago, but I do see Jacksonville as a as a really right. clear cut. Wild card contender. They could win their division, but the Colts are really good. Let's oh, let's what's up? Over under 550 receiving yards for Travis Antonetti. Receiving uh, yards? Yes. Under under. That's under. That's what they I mean that that's what they were talking about on ESPN this morning. 550 receiving yards for him because last year, if you look at the receivers, their tight end only had 408 yards. Marvin Jones only had 832 yards. 
Uh, Chenault Jr. had 619 and oh, Chenault 434. He's there. He's there, too. They added Zay Jones, He's Kirk, there who, which, I mean, their offense gets a little bit better. They're so. they're very regular on offense. Yes. It's going to come down to but offensive line, year. and their offensive line has improved. They're going to be able to 100%. run the football effectively mm -hmm. and give Trevor Lawrence a little bit more time, get the play action going. That's all Doug Peterson's game. And then you remember what Zach Ertz was doing with Philly yep, when they, they came on. Ingram, and so that's the like, same system. Doug Peterson is yep. going to – I think Evan Ingram has the chance to be vaulted into the contention for a top 10 tight end tight this end, year. Yep. He has a chance the talent's to there, but he's got a drops issue. I mean, top 10? What, what, go ahead. After seven, after your guy Schultz, where are we talking? You don't think he Not, can be in the top 10 this you year? Don't, you I don't, don't think, think he can so? catch. You're crazy, bro. You How am I crazy? I watch him play. You can't watch, catch. watch two games a year when he plays the Cowboy Cup player. Go, go look at this guy's stats, bro. Well, it's first of all, Evan Ingram. All the games. You watch all, all giant game, every giant game every every week. It's, it's how, how do I avoid them if, if so they're the long long game, I'm just gonna look up Evan if they're the same Ingram. time, then I'm not watching them. But I'm watching every game after. You got Evan Ingram has a very hard time I'm catching the you, football. Man. And look, and I'm one of the guys well, that are advocates for new scene, new like better play. So if he wants to go down to Jacksonville and improve his play, great. But if ask any giant fan, whether watching now or or chiming in later. Evan Ingram was a problem, I mean, and not average, in a good way. He, he on a very bad Giants team, underperforming on a bad Giants team. He's averaged a little over fifty catches a year. His career high is sixty four in twenty seventeen, but then in twenty twenty he had sixty three in what would be considered a down year because of the expectations. So I'm not saying that. Look, if you if you throw fifteen catches on there for the entire season, he's a top ten tight end. Because last year yeah, he was default, fringe, sure. But that's my point. He's right. fr he's fringe as it I'm is. Just from the, the it's guy, not a big leap for him to jump into the top ten if he's fifteenth last year. He had Dan Arnold last year as a tight end and got him four hundred eight receiving yards. I just think a guy, a big guy like Ingram, can oh, definitely he's gonna get, get fed. Like, he's he's gonna get fed. And, and, it's just a matter of offense. catching him. That's and, all. And, yeah, and when I say top too, ten right. tight ends, I want to be very, very clear. Like ten, eleven. I'm talking about <laughs> fantasy football. Oh well, yeah. So if Evan Ingram catches six balls a game. Off his chin, then he's going to be a top ten fantasy tight end. This Would year. you say Trevor Lawrence had the worst start for a quarterback being drafted number one to a team? You go through the urban stuff, terrible stuff going on. He never really got. I mean, in history, this is really like the first. So know. wait, what you mean? Worst Baker had a rough off. situation, but not not start With off. Coach, but. this guy's not hasn't even had a, really had a coach yet. This um, is true. Who was Baker's first coach? Was it Hugh? Was it uh, was Maybe it Romeo Cromel or something? Hugh Jackson, Jackson situation that was pretty bad. But that they, was, that's but, true. You know what? That's true. That's another bad situation. Um, I mean, you could always point to the Jamarcus Russell thing. But Quincy Carter had to deal with uh, Dave. Campo. But he wasn't drafted first overall. <laughs> no, I know. Um, anyway, so <laughs> moving on to their schedule. So their party. schedule is where it's at. So. This is why I think the Jaguars have a really good chance to shock a lot of people because of the beginning of their schedule. Their first game is on the road playing the Commanders. Give me the Jaguars. Wow. Give me the Jaguars, right? That's an easy one for me. I honestly think that. Then they go home to play Indy, in which they've played Indy well in Jacksonville forever. Ever. The Jaguars could be 2-0, right? So then they got to go to L.A. to play the Chargers. All right, they might trip up there. But then after that, the Dougie Pete revenge game. Eagles. Go to Philly. Win that game, right? Win wow, that game. And then and they get the Texans. Four and one? Bro, they can start four and one. <laughs> Why not? Bro, and and then <laughs> rewind back to reality. They're probably going to be one and four. So it's like on the road. At, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm about to crush the over in week fucking six. On the, on the road at Washington in week one in the commander's first time in their new. That is going to be the poetic. New, 
open is that they get smoked by Trevor well, Lawrence in the fucking I mean, like Jaguars. That's in the to same me, that's, stadium, a, that's an interesting game people. because debris. <laughs> these are two teams that could either both finish in the top five of the draft yep. or be a fringe playoff team. At hear me out here. All done. right, hear me out. So the four and one start. <laughs> All right. So if, if at the worst, shit. if at the worst, he's, you know, the, the, all right. So after that, they go at Indy. I don't think they sweep Indy. So they probably lose right. Then you're four and three. Then they go and play the giants in Jacksonville. Give me the Jags again to beat the giants. That's, that's a thing. That's right. right. So that's gives me five wins. Then you got Denver Dude, at home. They're five and three. People would lose their Freak mind. Freak the fuck out. Yes. So <laughs> you're looking at I'll the Denver. The Denver. <laughs> Mark that down. Um, Denver, right, comes into town, right? So, again, we don't know what Denver's going to be. Yeah, we'll we'll go know. over them later on in the month. But Denver, to me, is, is a question mark based off. But they could be good. The AFC West is going to be great. Yeah. Then they got Vegas at home. Vegas coming across the way to go to. Them. I don't know. I, I kind of wrote this down as a win. For the oh, Jaguars, we'll so give me six there. So we're at six and five. I'm at, I'm at right. six and uh, no, we I'm at six and three. Well, we don't know what the Denver game's going to be. All right, so uh, even if you give them a loss, six and four. Okay. No, that actually that's that's five and four. I think because I well I gave them a win there. Kansas City. So through ten games, I got let's just say arbitrarily they can go five and five in the first ten. Then they go to their bye. Right. Their back end, they come back and they play the Ravens at right. home. Uh huh. We'll see, right? Then they're at Detroit. They could win that game. They could win, that, win game. that game. Yeah. Then they're at at the Titans. Dave's trying to convince himself as he no, goes. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just. I'm, they, I'm feeling it they out. They win seven games, bro. That's coach. Coach, give ready coach for this. Ready for the, ready for this. The coach Jacksonville the Jaguars. Seven wins. The 2022 <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars will win eight games. Give me an eight and nine season after being the first overall pick. They'll have a five Bro, if they start win four and one, jump. If they start four and one and, and win, finish, and finish eight and nine, it's a rough nine. stretch. But at the end, look, they they're, they play the Cowboys. The Cowboys come in, so the, the Cowboys are infamous for not getting the job done on the road. But the Jaguars and they Late beat the, the year. Sh- what year is that? What game? Uh, week fifteen, which I might. That's December. I might actually try to that's go to that wrong. game. You're, you're looking. I might actually have tickets to that you? game via my favorite friends over at AEW, the Bear Country. Nice. <laughs> okay, so I might be able to get to that game. But anyway, then they go to the Jets in December. We'll in, see in, in, in New York. Okay. Then they go. To, this is how they finish their year at Houston. Could win. Home against the Titans when no, it might, matters so, the most. So I actually wrote nine here so on my paper, but Jets, I'm willing so to go wait, down. I have one. a mistake in here. This book has a mistake. Which week do they play? Because the, they don't play the Titans three times. All right. Which week is the Cowboys game? 15. Titans are week 14 right, and 18. Right. There's a, actually, so, there's a misprint in the book. Yeah. The Jet nice. game and the Texan game are late in the year, right? So they could be kind of you know i don't listen they i might, don't Texas see them might want to lose i don't see them the making pick. the playoffs the by any stretch because of the fact that you know the afc is absolutely fucking loaded at top i think even though gooch disagrees with me that like after the first couple there's a significant drop off but if the jaguars can string together eight wins after a three-win season and one year of doug peterson and second year of trevor lawrence bro i would sign up for that all day long, because in the following year, when you have all this cap space and do your thing, this team can all of a sudden run in the AFC South as with the Titans and the and the Indy Colts and, and the Texans for will forever stay. What time but, is that Raider game? Toasty's asking. If the, that's what I'm saying. If the rate, if that's a one o'clock game, which I don't have it actually, yeah, I, I just had it in front of me. Hold on, it's right here. Schedule. Uh, there was week what? What did I say? If it's a home game, for nine Jackson, week nine. One. 
That's a one o'clock game. I talked to you guys the other day about these one o'clock games for West Coast teams. It is 10 o'clock mentally for those Raiders. Is, that yeah. could be a slip up. Raiders are going to be giving like eight and a half. Then you take Jacksonville. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go that far. What that, do you mean? Getting eight and a half? Uh, the Raiders will be giving eight oh, and a half. Oh, giving. All right. They're just, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, if that's the case, then what the hell are we talking about here? Um, What's who the Raiders play before? I don't know. We'll see, but I, I got the Jacksonville Jaguars I optimistically. There, I have eight. them getting there a little bit differently than you. I don't know that I could get them, give them eight wins as I look because it's still at the end of the day, it's the Jaguars, you know. So it's yeah. But just w- saying, at what point do we do we change that narrative? Like, oh, it's the Jaguars. When I, when I see Trevor Lawrence play better, and that's, I do well, that's think what's that's going to happen for them to win pivotal, eight games. But not only that, then then Travis Etienne has to stay healthy. I think they need a, a, a clear star receiver. Well, well, well they're paying Kirk stars. like he is they just a star, paid Kirk so. twenty million years. Know, if he could crazy. turn into, he could turn into that. No, he, of course you don't he know. Can. But he can take I, the cover I off a of defense. Trust I me, I've seen it. it. Um, <laughs> like I doubt. I, it. I can't see them going anything better than two and three to start the first five weeks oh, of the season. Man. And that's where I'm having a tough time. If that's the case, the only reason why I can get them at eight is because of the start. You have them splitting with the Colts. I could see, I could realistically see well, that. Remember last year when the Colts needed to get it done, they couldn't do it. I could, them, I could easily it. see them going 3 and 3 in their division. But I could also see them dropping a game to the te- to the Texans. I could see them No. I mean, the no. Texans were a better team than them last year. Yeah, but and, you, mm, you, no. I mean, realistically, I think the Texans were a better team. Is that what you just said? It is. I don't smoke weed. So, <laughs> so that, that's a thing. I don't. So why, you know, how much of a leap is Jacksonville making that the Texans I didn't? think that well it, well, if you look at both teams, and we'll talk about the Texans tomorrow, but if you look at both teams on the surface, I think the Jaguars are a much better team you can't, than the Texans right now. I mean, yes, much better. fine, but last year I thought the same thing, and guess what? Last year they finished one win better. <laughs> Listen. So, it, look, uh, there's no guarantees with the Texans and the Jaguars. I would Texans imagine they the probably winning split. Eight games. They, go, they go. split three and three in their division. That's at best. Really, right? They're going to be. Yeah, that. I don't see a sweep any anywhere. I don't think it within. Oh no, I do see division. a sweep with the, the Texans. They'll, they'll sweep the Texans this year. Remember, then, I, so I even remember if they last the Texans, year, the odds are they get swept by the Colts. I see. I the like Colts that. really. The Colts can't beat them in Jacksonville. It's like a I thing. Like, like we've no, seen I know. it happen. I mean, I obviously, it's going to Carson Wentz time. went down there and was befuddled. Well, they just like didn't know what the there's fuck. There's like this six wins, six and a half wins is definitely. On track, I'm, I'm gonna take the over because I think that they're a lock for seven. A lock. I, I like the over too, man. You're locking them at I'm seven, but I'm crazy at, at eight. No, I didn't. Oh, I when you... did I say you were crazy? I just said that. <laughs> like, wait, we have on. way different paths to get You're there. Correct. So you have you have them coming on strong later. Later in the, in the on, year. when the schedule gets a little bit easier, and some of these teams that they're playing are there also is a stretch. Out of it. Ready for this? There is a stretch. Uh, week seven, eight, and nine. Three home games in a row. And then to Kansas City, and then a bye. So I feel like in that stretch, if they can win those three games, right, Go and then get smoked City. by Kansas City, they're all like, "All right, let's take a well, breath." I wonder when it's you buy time. I wonder let's, when you when you look at these other teams when we do the Broncos and the Raiders, like when they when the Jags come up on the schedule, yeah, like, ah, yeah, I like the Broncos here. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna be like, well, no, the I know, I suck. I take Broncos, mental notes. You know, I take mental notes as far as like which teams I have winning certain games, and uh, yeah. So Listen, this is I like the over here for sure. I love so. the Jaguars this year. I Scoop's really probably do. going crazy right Scoop's now. Scoop's going crazy. Yeah, I do, like the, the going I do like, like the over for Jaguars. I do like the over on you know on big... the weight of Trayvon Walker if he comes in at you know ninety six. <laughs> you know who's a big Jaguars fan? A big big Jaguars fan? 
John Segretti of the Kingdom Performance, which is opening soon, by the way. Um, but yeah, so he's I a big did not know fan. that. No. Yeah, well, there's that makes three in the world. <laughs> Just scoop my friend Jess and Tom, uh, John. What we doing tomorrow is who? Tomorrow is the fantastic, wonderful, and I know everybody's going to be on the edge of their seats. The Houston Texans are the tomorrow, Mills Mafia, so. the Davis Mills Davis Mafia, Mills Mafia uh, attacks the Chop Sports Daily tomorrow. Protect your long Can ass neck, where Davis dog. Mills went to college. Nobody gives an actual fuck. <laughs> Davis Mills went to. Oh know. my god, Stanford. He looks like Chris Winky. To be to be honest, though, people were high on him for like three years now, so it's like. Now he's getting a shot. It's like people have been saying he should have been taken away maybe second <laughs> round or first, late first yeah. round. So it's, I want to see. Maybe the guy can really pull ball out. We're going to find out this year for sure. Look, last year he played Incredible. extremely well down the with stretch. Nobody. With nobody. Brandon Cooks actually was a viable fantasy starter. Look, I'm not – I'm not. There's there's some questions to be answered by the Texans. Obviously, they got a new regime going on. But we'll find out tomorrow what I think of the Houston Texans and – Davis Mills' long, uncomfortable neck. <laughs> see, they're doing red helmets. Yeah. You see the white on white the Bengals are doing? Yeah, we talked about that the other day. Every, if they're letting them do that, they're going to get let every. Do you know it's called cool, the white cool Bengal? Really? That's that was racist. Cool, I mean, it's cool, there was a discussion what here. What could the Packers do? A uh, white Packer. No, is there <laughs> any other besides? I know they wear that one uniform. They have uh, all the green. Those are called, those are clean. They're helmet. not changing their helmet. But they don't. What about the time? They did change their helmet for yeah. that for that navy but they're not blue doing shit. white helmet because they can't the the it doesn't look right. No, just tomorrow. I've done, do we've done a, a bunch of combinations. <laughs> Me and the Packers have teamed up and tried to make a new it's color. He is uniform. a uh, tenth of a percentage. Which owner I'll get of to the that team. story. I'll get to that story after because there's some tidbits about what I was getting to before the show started about all my ah okay all right, get stands into or get into it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's a show. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a great one. I need you all to subscribe right now as the little thing in front of you is telling you right now. Subscribe, like the video, do us a favor. Uh, that helps us out in the search. Our shows last week were absolute bangers. We had a lot of people tuning into all of our previews, so be sure to tell everybody that we know what the hell we're talking about. It's not just fandom here. It's, uh, you know, we do our research. Duval. Yeah, so, so get involved with Duval and uh, get involved with Chop Sports. Subscribe to the channel. Do us that solid. Have a great day, everybody. Enjoy your Mondays. Enjoy the week. Danny, Christina, I love you guys. And we'll uh, we'll talk later. That's the show. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.